Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are... The fan upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock, 6.30 p.m. today. You get used to saying the same thing. You realize today you can't say the same thing because we are excited about having Furman basketball getting underway today at 6.30 p.m. They take on Liberty, and we will have all the action for you beginning at 6.30 p.m. today right here on The Fan Upstate. If you're looking for the YouTube stream, please bear with us. We are having some technical difficulties at the moment. We will try to iron those out just as soon as we can. Diesel, let me ask you this. If Furman played Liberty in football, who wins? Liberty wins probably by a decent margin. Liberty football is a pretty good football team this year. Yeah, the win by a pretty good margin. Well, I'll tell you what, man, I'm not so sure. You know, Liberty's kind of a borderline top 25 team. Yeah, but don't you remember Kelly Ford's uh, K Ford light ratings when he said Furman is, what, 125? Yeah. So you're saying that a number 125 team would would beat the number 25 team? I'm saying all of that is guesstimation, and we really don't know the answer. We really don't know the answer. Uh, but you're supposed to reveal your answer, even if you don't like your answer. And the answer is Liberty would probably spank Furman, but they don't play each other. So it doesn't matter. We will see. We will see tonight on the hardwood Liberty against Furman coverage beginning right here on the fan upstate, uh, right at 6 30 PM today. Along the way, you guys can get in touch with us. At 844-FAN-PHONE, that's 844-326-3663. And you can hit us on the carpro.com text line at 71307. Just start your text with the word FAN, and away you go on the show. Here is what's coming up on the show today. My friends, we are going to ask you this question. Beginning today... Starting today, if today is day zero, who's at their school longer, Shane Beamer or Dabo Sweeney? All right. Uh, We are going to uh, tackle DJ Uyunglele's unexplained success. And we have an explanation for that that you may or may not want to hear. There is one coach that is making it harder for her football coach. We'll explain to you what that means coming up at 4 o'clock p.m. today. 
a massive game coming your way uh, in the NFL tonight. We'll be all over that. Bengals and Ravens at 420. We've got Panthers culture joining us at 440 p.m. Lawton Swan at 520. We've got the top five at five. We've got Truth Serum. And we have you here on the most interactive sports radio show anywhere. So let us get started with this. Okay, let us get going with this. Um, Right now is a great time to have the conversation about how to make college football better, how to make college football healthier, right? How do you do those things? How do you make it better? How do you make it healthier? Well, I want to open up the floor to you guys today and have a little pseudo challenge with the best answer getting special recognition on the show today for the best idea to improve the health of college football. Because I think if you look at it from a number of different ways, right, like you could be in the best shape of your life physically, but you might be super stressed, have a ton of anxiety. Uh, You might not be sleeping well. But every time anybody, everybody sees you, they comment on your muscles, they comment on your physique. You are well physically. You are not well mentally. I think college football right now is doing beautifully fiscally, right? But it's failing emotionally in a number of ways. Fiscally, college football is number two in America. How many of you guys know that, are aware of that? The college football is number two in America in terms of television ratings, which equate directly to revenue. How many of you are aware of that? Anyone? Bueller? Fry? Anybody aware of that? Um, most of you are not. The television ratings in this country go Super Bowl one, college football playoff two, NBA Finals three, Final Four four. Okay? Then you've got, like, the Masters final round, etc. cetera. Um, But college football is a very clear number two. The thing is, by by folks' different definition of success, you might be successful. You might say that makes college football successful. How many of you have known people in your lives that professionally um, have a big title? They might have their own company. They might drive a Beamer or a Porsche. But inside, they're miserable. They're miserable. As far as you can see, the part of them that's forward-facing is very successful, very prosperous. But behind the eyes, there's a sadness. It's the same way I feel about Ronald McDonald when I see him. You know, you look at Ronald McDonald's eyes, there's a sadness behind there. I don't know why. Okay? The sport of college football is has some cracks in the foundation. Okay? And you can, they can highlight and point to all of the different success markers that they want. But there's a lot of people working in and around the sport that are not mentally thriving right now, right? Coaches are some of these people. Uh, athletes are some of these people. Those working in athletic departments that are having to navigate a brand new NIL era are some of these people. Imagine you are the chief recruiting strategist for the University of Florida this week. Florida, my alma mater, had a top three recruiting class. These kids committed months ago. We don't understand what the word commitment means anymore, right? They committed months ago. 
Florida hits a little bit of a dry spell on the field. And what do you know? Over the last week, not one, not two, but three different commits to the University of Florida have decommitted and gone elsewhere. You know, um, I don't know why schools would want players who don't value the word commitment, but they do. They almost always do. Okay? And I don't know why, and I don't have an explanation as to why, because if a player didn't show commitment to his first school, why would they show commitment to you? Right? You've heard the phrase, once a cheater, always a cheater. So we ask you guys today, we open it up to you, and we say, what would improve the health of college football? What changes would you enact effective immediately that would improve the health of college football? 844-326-3663 is the number. That is where you get to us on the show. A reminder, we've got your upset picks challenge going on as well. Your upset picks are valid until 7 p.m. tomorrow. Okay, until 7 p.m. tomorrow. Now, I am out tomorrow. I have a personal day, but I will refer back to the text line. You just might not have all the reminders to get your upset picks in. But so long as they come in between 3 and 7 p.m. today and between 3 and 7 p.m. tomorrow, your upset picks will count. So go ahead and get them in if you have not done so already. 71307 on the carpro.com text line is where you can get to us. All right. Here is uh, here is my... Uh, first way to improve the health of college football. Number one, more transparency. I want more transparency. All right, now we're going to get into this a little bit more on the show today, but the NCAA just decided no on James Madison. James Madison does not get to partake in the postseason this year. Unless this is really weird, all other bowl-eligible slots are not filled then James Madison can get in as like the 81st best team in the country or whatever. Okay, never mind the fact that they're 18th in the poll. We're going to reverse those numbers from 18 to 81st. Okay, and uh, and James Madison is only going to get to a bowl game if every bowl slot is not filled by bowl eligible teams. You notice that what what we heard is that all of the agencies involved in this decision voted unanimously, voted unanimously to uh, to ban James Madison. But we never hear the why. We so, never hear the why. What's the why there? I can give you some information on on this transition for James Madison. Every school that transitions from FCS to FBS is required to go through a two-year transition period. It's the bylaw. They know the bylaw when they, when they start the process. The Colonial Athletic Association, James Madison's old FCS conference, as soon as they heard that they were getting an invitation into the Sun Belt, booted them out. So James Madison was granted immediate entry into the Sun Belt as an FBS school. They underwent their first transition year, which would have been their last year in FCS in the Sun Belt, in an FBS conference. That is a, um, that is a concession that is not granted to most schools. So James Madison has already been granted a concession in this transition process that they shouldn't have gotten, right? The rule states that you then have to set a second year out. The first year sit-out rule, it means you're ineligible for the FCS playoffs because you're allowed to go over the 63 scholarship limit. That's totally fine. you got more scholarship, limit, more scholarship athletes 
than anybody else in your division. That's why you're ineligible your last year as an FCS school. The first year of FBS, which is your second transition year, sitting out the postseason, is meant to be the price of moving up. It is meant to be, for lack of a better word, a deterrent. It's meant to be food for thought for programs who might want to transition up, especially if you're expecting to be really good. You're not eligible for a postseason in your sport. Now, you may say all you want to until you're blue in the face that that's a silly rule. If you're good, you should be able to play for your conference championship. But it's in the bylaws. And James Madison has already been granted a concession in this process. And they wouldn't be asking for this if they weren't an undefeated football team right now. If they were a six-win football team or a five-win football team, do you really think they would be getting lawyers and their state general assembly involved? No. They wouldn't be doing that. So this is self-serving on James Madison's part. I understand that it's not the fault of the student-athletes, of the coaches, of anybody on the team. It's not their fault that they happen to have a really great team in a year that they're ineligible for the postseason. But they knew the rules when they signed on the dotted line. Right. And for, for, for a, a group of people, that's me, that's you, that's the listeners of this show, who preach following the rules – you knew the rules. You, you broke the rules. You should be punished for breaking the rules when we're talking about the athlete who smoked weed before running in the Olympics. You knew the rules before you got involved. So why is James Madison now raising such a stink to the point now where they're getting the Virginia General Assembly involved threatening to sue the NCAA if they don't get their way? They've already been denied twice. And now they're saying, well, if you don't let us go our way, we're going to sue you. And in my opinion, my humble opinion, I have no, no real dog in this fight. It's a really bad look. It's a really bad look of entitlement to sue the NCAA in just your second year in a new division. So we're, really bad we're asking you guys how to improve the health of college football. Uh, and I believe the NCAA needs more transparency on decisions like the one we just saw on James Madison. No one gets a why. You know, no one understands the why. You know, the the rules, it's interesting. Um, you know, Angela with Jackson, a lot of times I'll say to Angela, you know, uh, you know, if Jackson is whining or something like that, uh, Angela will give him very detailed explanations. And I always say to her, I said, when you get frustrated, do you ever feel like saying just because I said so? That's why? Because he, he, Jackson says why 600 times a day. I love him, and he's adorable. But he says why. He wants to know the answer for everything. And I ask Angela, do you ever say because I said so? And she goes, I really try to get those words out of my vocabulary. He's asking for a reason. I don't want it to come down like I'm the king and I'm the queen and he's the peasant. So I give him a reason every time he says why. As hard as it is, as much as my patience is being pushed, I give him a reason every time he asks why. The NCAA says because we said so. And that frustrates the hell they out of people. They should be required to provide some sort of a ruling. The, the Supreme Court, which is kind of what they want to act like yeah. in these situations, the Supreme Court at least has to write an opinion as to why they went the way that they went. Right. The NCAA should have to do the same. And they don't. They just say, we unanimously agree. But why? Because these are your rules and because you said so? Because that's what it feels like. Rules are rules. But at no point does the NCAA 
examine its rules, just like the Supreme Court um, routinely examines rules and laws that they previously established. They they challenge their own rules and the legality of their own rules all the time. If the NCAA looked at themselves in the face about this, Diesel, they might say, well, we struggle to have a why for this. But you can't examine a rule change in the middle of a season because one team wants the rule change. Sure. If you want to examine the rule change, say, man, guys, James Madison, we really hate it for you. We're going to examine this in the offseason, and maybe moving forward, it would, be, it would be worth changing the rule. But you can't change the rule in the middle of the season to suit one team. Oh, I get it. No, I, I understand And that. we got Mad Kraft having a problem with this. He says, I understand sitting out the FCS postseason, but having to sit out FBS makes little to no sense. Why should there be a price to move up to make a more difficult league? Because there is, Mad. Like, I can't tell you why this rule was initially established. Why was it established? I don't know. I don't even know when this rule was established. But it is. The rule is the rule. If you're driving down a two-lane, a four-lane road and you think, man, why is this road 35 miles an hour? doesn't mean you get to go 45 just because you feel like it, just because you feel like 35 is too slow. It doesn't mean that you can, the, the, you can argue to the police officer. Officer, this road really should be 45 miles an hour. He'd say, yeah. You're right. Here's your ticket for going 10 over. The rule is the rule. Like, why does everybody argue that the rule shouldn't be the rule when the rule is the rule? Makes sense to me. I mean, I, I, I hear you. I get it. 71307 on the text line. That is our opening show topic today, folks. Uh, we I want to give you at least three ways that uh, college football can become healthier. Diesel will share his ideas with you, plus the reward that we give you. We give you a specific shout-out on the air for whatever you want, okay? Uh, and we will do that for you in the top five at five today, okay? For the best idea to improve the health of college football, you can call us with the idea at 844-326-3663. You can text us with the idea on the carpro.com text line at 71307. Just start your text with the word fan, and away you go on the show and offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel will be right back after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the fan upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. I keep saying that. 6.30 p.m. today. It's just firm and basketball, man. Firm and basketball, man. Rolling on until 6.30. They looked good last, last oh, week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Last Friday night. They spanked. I was working the game, and I already forgot who they played. But they <laughs> okay. spanked them. It was dominant. North Greenville? North, no, that was, that was game one. I'm talking okay. about game two. All right. Well, Furman, look, man, um, they, as Dan Scott said it best, the expectation, and I was surprised when I heard this because no one wants to put pressure on their school. But he said at the end of last year that what happened with Furman last year should be the annual event. It should not be the special event. That should be that should be the new expectation at Furman, right? Why not Furman as the new Wichita State of college basketball? Why not you? Why not now? The market is there. You have crappy basketball at Clemson. You have crappy basketball at South Carolina. The market is there. There is currently a power vacuum of elite college basketball in South Carolina. Furman is building to that point. They've made runs into the tournament. They have the ability to be that elite program in the state. All right, guys, our question to you guys to open up the show today. We will get to all of your texts that have to do with that, okay? Make sure you text the show at 71307. Just start your text with the word fan, and away you go on the carpro.com text line. Uh, Texter says, for college football, enact transfer penalties. If you transfer... You sit for a year. But, well, Texter, you're speaking of that like this is new. That was always the rule until very, very recently, right? So you're just saying roll it back to the previous rules. This is not something that they're going to do. (coughs) They just changed the rule to where you now get a one-time free transfer policy. The problem is the waiver process is seemingly so easy that you can now transfer two or three problems, and as long as you can find a loophole, You're playing immediately anywhere. Oh, no, 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 I transferred for health. I transferred because my mom's closer. I transferred because of this hardship and that's hardship. It's become kind of like the support animal thing. You know, there's any number of reasons why you can have a support animal. You know, uh, why can't I have a support lion on the airplane? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) The lion is supporting me. It's supporting me because it gets you the hell away from me. You know, and look, guys, I understand support animals for for what the genesis of them is. But you know as well as I do, just like Lane Kiffin was calling out his player last week for taking advantage of a rule, I think that is taken advantage of from time to time, right? And I think the transfer portal is taken advantage of from time to time. Uh, let's see here. Texter says James Madison against Jacksonville State is about right. They can just play their own bowl game somewhere. Uh, texter, I appreciate the text, but that wasn't an idea. Let's see if this one is. Treat NIL or scholarships like a 401k. After one year, you are 25% vested. After fifty year, after two years, 50%. Up to, f- up to four years before you get all the benefits guaranteed. Diesel, I love that. However, 
please know that scholarships as they are currently instituted are one-year arrangements. They're one year. They are renewable each year by the school. So essentially, Texter, is that not already the case? Because they're one-year renewable scholarships, that might be something that you were not aware of. Uh, Texter says that was a fantastic explanation of JMU and very well said by Diesel. I hate the stupid rule, but he's 100% correct. Madcraft says if it's illegal in Florida to sing in your swimsuit, is that going to stop you from trying to change the law so that you could enjoy a Taylor Swift concert on the beach? And I said, no, Madcraft, you work to change the law, then plan the concert. You don't book the band, then scramble to make it legal before showtime which is what James Madison is trying to do. They knew the rules. They agreed. They went through the process of transitioning to an FBS team. They received a concession that most don't. And now they're trying to change the rules right before the postseason. That's why you can't let that happen. How many times, Mark, do we bitch and moan about the NCAA not having any teeth and enforcing its own rules? And now... We're bitching and moaning about the NCAA enforcing its own rules. <laughs> like, can you guys not see the hypocrisy in this? Sure, sure. But It is hypocritical to ask the NCAA to change the rules in the middle of a season to suit one team. Uh, Why it, is that so hard for people to understand? Hear you. I hear you. Let's, but don't you can't you can't. There is no I hear you. But no, there is no but let's let's focus on three ways to improve the health of college football. Diesel, what are yours? Uh, improving the health of college football. Uh, it's making your scholarship a four-year commitment. Uh, if you choose to leave early, you have to pay back a portion of that commitment. You can receive full benefits from day one. But if you choose to leave early, you have to pay back some of those benefits. So there's a dollar amount attached to all of it. Uh, number two, uh, and that would that would curb a lot of the transfer portal issues. Number two, I would set up all NILs in an escrow account. You don't get cash on the spot. You can debit some out of that if you need to. Uh, Set up a limit. But all money goes into an account on your behalf. You don't get the full 100000 or half a million or million dollars as a college freshman just because you were a big deal in high school. You can debit out a certain amount of that, but you don't get it until you finish your college career. Uh, Number three, uh, I would eliminate the automatic tie-ins for bowls. There's a reason why fans get bored going to the same bowls every single year because they go to the same bowl every single year and you face the same opponents from the same conferences every year. They need to change these rules so that bowls can uh, can invite whoever it is they want and then they could force teams to play each other who otherwise wouldn't normally play each other. If there was if there was a scenario where uh, Clemson and uh, Coastal Carolina could be placed in a bowl game together, Clemson really won't schedule Coastal, or South Carolina won't schedule Coastal. So make them play in a bowl game. I think it's fascinating. Just eliminate the automatic tie-ins. Diesel's idea to improve college football. I'm screaming for more transparency, okay? People deserve to know the why, all right? I want incentives for everybody to finish the season, and I want to disincentivize quitting, which is what players do when they don't play in their bowl games, which is what coaches do when they leave to take other jobs. The hiring season window is closed, 
Okay? And uh, this ties into another one of my ideas, but the hiring, you, you cannot hire another coach until the season is completely done. You cannot piece out of a college football season before the bowl game is played because you signed on a, a contract to complete the season. The, con- the, the, the scholarship doesn't say you don't have to play the bowl game. The scholarship says to, to complete a season with the team. Plus, your NIL sponsors have paid to see you in that uniform. If you dip, they don't have a way of getting into that money back. Exactly right. I also think that we should have caps and coaches' salaries um, and caps on NIL payments. For example, $10 million a school is the NIL cap. Let's say that's the number. Alabama's recruiting a quarterback. That quarterback's going to cost $3 million. Sorry, quarterback, we can't afford you. We already have too much money allotted elsewhere in our name, image, and likeness, a name, image, and likeness cap. You then need to have on-campus compliance officers that have security around them, okay, that are employed by the NCAA, and their job is to root out problems, is to root out rule-breaking, right? They're there to bust you so that you don't have one school uh, throwing $50 million at the NIL and going way above the cap illegally. Look, guys, not having a salary cap makes the English Premier League unfair. Not having a salary cap makes Major League Baseball unfair. And you're saying, well, Mark, doesn't that mean they're no longer student-athletes? Brother, they're not student-athletes anywhere. Anyway, you heard the conversation last week between Lane Kiffin and his player, right? Did that sound like a coach-player conversation, a student-teacher conversation, or did that sound like an employer-employee situation? Lane Kiffin fired his player because his player did not report for duty, right? College football is now a job. They don't have the title of employees, but they very, very much are, okay? You got to keep it with a salary cap. You've got to have a salary cap for coaches so that A&M just can't incentivize some coach to leave by throwing $50 million a year at them. Don't tell me they can't afford it. Don't tell me that. They just afforded a $76 million buyout when no other school in the history of the sport has ever had a $20 million buyout. You know, you think your coach is safe? Man, do you love Jim Harbaugh at Michigan? Well, maybe you do. But how much does he love Michigan uh, relative to $50 million a year from Texas A&M? You got to have salary caps for coaches' salaries. You got to have a salary cap for name, image, and likeness for the team. You simply have to do that. And then number four for me, the biggest reason why we have none of this stuff is because there's no centralized college football commissioner that has only on his mind or her mind what is best for the long-term viability of the sports. Not what's best for you and your school. Not what's best for you and your conference. Okay? What's best for the viability of the sports. You know, Diesel, a conference commissioner would have shot down all of this, would have shot down the dissolving of the Pac-12 because now the entire left half of the United States of America has no football conference, okay? A college football commissioner would have said, no, we're not doing that. That's not good for the health of the sports, okay? It's not good, okay? And a college football commissioner would say, here's the maximum money you can make in a television contract, 
Okay? Here is the range that you can make in your television contract. Go get it. Well, Mark Ryan, that's standing in the way of a capitalistic society. Yeah, but it's my job to promote equality in college football. Parity is a good thing. The NFL has achieved parity more than anybody else. Everybody designed to be 8-8 eight and eight every year are now 9-8 and eight or 8-9 eight and because they play 17, right? Everybody's designed to have a shot. And if you think about how well the NFL does, every single year, even this year with the Carolina Panthers, there were people saying 10-7 and seven for the Carolina Panthers this year. Bryce Young's going to be great. They convince you that you have hope every single year. But for a fan like Diesel, there is no hope. For a fan of Vanderbilt football, there is no hope. There never is. You know, your hope is to beat North Carolina, and that's your national championship. Your hope, uh, Vanderbilt, is to beat Tennessee. That's your national championship. There is no hope of ever hoisting the national championship trophy. I disagree. I disagree. There is hope of doing that. Um, when has it happened? Well, but because it never happened doesn't mean there's not hope for it. Okay. Uh, so there was a year where App State went 13-1, and lost to Georgia Southern. That cost us a New Year's Six game. The college football playoff didn't exist at the time, but if it had, uh, App State would have been a representative, would, would have been the highest-ranked Group of Five conference championship, conference champion representative. So they would have been in the playoff. It's not saying it's not a long shot. So you're, you're confusing the word hope with an equal chance to go out there and do it once you're in the playoff. All Group of Five teams have ever wanted – is a clearly defined path to get into the playoff. That's all they want. They're not asking for equal footing at the table. They're asking for a shot. Well, I'm asking for equal footing at the table because if you don't have equal standing at the table, Diesel, and you consider hopeful something that has never happened before, I would tell you you can wish in one hand and crap in the other and see which one fills up first. Man had a hope of getting on the moon one day. It had never happened before, but they did it. Yeah, that's true. But, we saw it in the movie Dumb and Dumber. Uh, he saw the newspaper on the wall. We landed on the moon. That's great. But in order for that to happen today, the, you know, you, you got to have some measures to level the playing field. And we, we don't have them right now. Okay? You got to have a college football commissioner. You can't have the Pac-12 disbanding. You can't have Texas A&M throwing out a $76 million settlement with their head coach. Okay? Um you can't have play teams poaching players from other schools left and right. That is against the NCAA bylaws. So why is the NCAA honoring their rules when it comes to James Madison, but not following their own rules when it comes to poaching players from other schools? Because they don't want to get by, get sued by somebody who actually has the money to take this all the way to the end. Yeah, they know and that James Madison doesn't have the money to take this all the way to the end. That's why they're getting the the Virginia. General Assembly to fight this. James Madison's not fighting this. They're getting the state of Virginia to fight this for them because they know they don't have the money to take this all the way to the end. But Texas A&M does. But not one Michigan gets, does. Not Ohio to, State does. Alabama does. Cal does. Stanford does. Washington does. Not wanting to get sued is no reason <laughs> not to do the right thing. And yet they, they, you know, they're real sticklers about the rules they can enforce. They flex about those rules. No, James Madison, no. But when it comes to, okay, we got a new coach at Texas A&M, poach away, poach away. The Washington State head coach, they don't have money in the NIL coffers. He's like, look, we've overachieved this year. But you know what's going to happen? We're going to lose all our players. Ryan Day said, you know what Ryan Day said? It would take $15 million a year 
for me to keep my roster together, okay? Because I got to re-recruit my roster every single year now. Every single year now. Uh, Texter says, Mark, love the buyout take. I literally just texted you that. These guys shouldn't make $75 million not to coach. We've got upset picks coming in. Marshall plus 10.5 over South Alabama. Uh, If you transfer, you have to wait 12 months before you can get NIL money. I think that's great. How about if you transfer, you can then just make 75% of the NIL cap. Second time you transfer, you can make 50% of the NIL cap. You know, what's to stop a guy from going to the highest bidder every single year? Chris Matthews on the YouTube stream says if James Madison came out and laid an egg and got smoked every week, they wouldn't be trying to change the rule. Chris, you're right. And I brought this up with Mark in the uh, in the break. If James Madison is so vehemently against this rule, do you think they're still going to be fighting it after the season is done? Do you think they're going to go and fight the NCAA about changing the rule so that future teams don't have to deal with this? No, they care about them. Right, exactly. Yeah. It is entirely self-serving. It has nothing to do with the rule being unjust. It is self-serving for their benefit. Texter says, Mark, uh, NIL needs to be in place of scholarships and taxed as income. You're getting $100,000 pay your own way. And get, if you're getting $100,000, he says pay your own way. Pay your own way. Um, and give that money to a kid not getting NIL. Texter, amen. Amen. No argument here. You do the financial assessment before you sign on the dotted line. Do you want the scholarship or do you want NIL? And guess what 99% of kids are going to choose? The scholarship. They're going to choose the scholarship. Guaranteed money. Because it's guaranteed. It's a two hundred grand minimum over four years. The investment in the school and you as well, or your right to make money hand over fist above and beyond that. And then think of the risk, right? Think of the risk like a guy like Bryce Young would take, okay? Uh, Bryce Young is going to be offered $2 million to play at Alabama for one year. But what happens if he doesn't take that? What happens if he takes that, sustains an injury? Takes that, and the, uh, and the NIL people don't want to renew the deal after a year. you you got to make a financial decision. Do you want the scholarship? Do you want the NIL? I don't know. We're off sides, and we approve this message. What do you guys say? Best idea gets to shout out whatever they'd like. In 80 minutes at 5 p.m. in the top five at five segment, we will let you know who won that particular debate. You know, when we have these conversations, guys, because we care. You hear Diesel getting passionate. You hear you hear myself, you, you hear me getting passionate because we care. We care, right? Like it's, I don't know, like Diesel, you've said something the last couple of days that has bugged the hell out of me. Um, and you said, you know, if you're smart... You're going to go poach other AM players. Yeah. And you know what I'm thinking? Man, I hope Florida goes and poaches AM's players. <laughs> but then I'm also thinking, I hate that about yeah. college football. Yeah. Like, that sucks. The last thing AM fans need to be going through right now is the loss of their entire team, right? Mongo says all this because a failed basketball player wanted to whine and sue in court. No, Mongo. It's all because the creators of this video game didn't have the common damn sense not to copy a guy's image. And put his number on the back of his jersey. You change the face. You change the number. It's not Ed O'Bannon anymore. 
Coming up next on the show, my friends, a very important question for all of you, and one that begins today. That, my friends, is next, and this is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the fan upstate. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the Fan Upstate rolling on until 6.30 p.m. today. There you go. All right. Wonderful to have you guys with us uh, and truly to appreciate you. Roll Until uh, 5 p.m., we're going to take your ideas to improve the health of college football. Best idea gets to shout out whatever you'd like with respect to, uh, you know, <laughs> FCC law bylaws and so on and so forth. OK, best ideas to improve the health of college football. Uh, we've also got Panthers culture joining us at 440 p.m. That's in one hour. We've got Lawton Swan joining us at 520 p.m. We've got the top five at five. We have got Truth Serum at 540 and Clay Hendricks joining us uh, at 6 o'clock as well. But right now, I've got an interesting question for you guys, okay? And it's simply this. Um, can you guys just pretend something for a minute, okay? Pretend that we are starting on day zero right now with Dabo and Shane Beamer. However, you all know the history, okay? So you're allowed to know the history of what Dabo's done, and what Shane Beamer has done at South Carolina and what he's not done, you're allowed to know all of that. And I'm saying, starting today, who is there longer? So we're starting the timer now, okay? Dabo doesn't have his 18 years at Clemson or however long it is, right? Uh, Beamer doesn't have his three years at South Carolina, right? But we're starting the clock now, okay? So if we, if I was to ask you, who leaves or is replaced in their position first, what would you say? Okay? Now, let's be honest. Dabo is only leaving Clemson if Dabo leaves Clemson, right? Clemson is never going to leave Dabo. Uh, I think the only way Clemson would ever fire Dabo is if he had three consecutive losing seasons. And there should be nobody who is grandfathered into a situation where if you don't perform, you get to keep your job. All right? I can't tell you. My biggest pet peeve in my life, okay, in my professional life, is the number of radio hosts that, uh, across America, the number of sports media pe personalities that have been mailing it in for years, and they always keep their job because they were great at one time. The station feels lucky to have this personality, Brother, they, they've sucked for years. They've mailed it in for years and just collected a paycheck. And that's not fair to you. That's not fair to anybody. Okay? If you haven't performed in three years, 
I don't care if you're Howard Stern. I don't care if you're Dabo Sweeney. I don't care if you're Bear Bryant. If you haven't produced in three years, you shouldn't have your job. So I do think Clemson would replace Dabo if he had a losing record for three consecutive seasons, but I don't expect Dabo ever to have a losing record for three consecutive seasons. So the question is, you know, Beamer could leave on his own accord. You know, he's been mentioned uh, about the Mississippi State job, which is hilarious to me. Um, you know, like how, the, how that wouldn't be a step down for Beamer is anybody's guess, right? At least there's a chance to win at South Carolina. I've yet to see that at Mississippi State. Yet to see that. And, yeah, I'm aware that uh, Dan Mullen had them number one in the first-ever college football playoff rankings. When you woke up the next morning, they were out of the top, out of the top spot. So, starting right now, who is at their job the longest? Is it Shane Beamer or is it Dabo Sweeney? 844-326-3663 is the number to get to us on the show. And the carpro.com text line is there for you at 71307. Just start your text with the word fan and away you go on the show. Uh, Diesel. I've got an answer on this that I'm looking forward to uh, to giving to our audience. Okay, I, I do have an answer on this. I have a strong opinion on this um, because I, you know, I there's expectations, right? Like Beamer exceeded expectations in years one and two. Beamer fell short of expectations this year. Now the year's not over yet, but I'm also not a guy who believes in moving the goalposts, right? So I'm about to give whomever you're a fan of some tough love. Or I should say I'm about to give 81% of you tough love because 57% of our audience calls Clemson their favorite team and 24% of our audience considers South Carolina their favorite team. Add those up, 81% of their audi- of our audience considers Clemson or South Carolina their favorite team. So here's the tough love. You've both failed this year. Clemson's year has been bad. It's a failure. The goals at the start of the year were the college football playoff. Um, What would have been a disappointing season by Clemson standards would have been to win the ACC championship again. Mark, you're being unrealistic. You just said winning the ACC would have been disappointing. Yeah, because you made the college football playoff six years in a row. You set that standard. That's a good standard to set. All right? To have a successful year this year, you had to make the college football playoff. Phil Steele, publisher of the most accurate college football magazine in the the nation, had uh, Clemson number two making the national championship game. He's got the most accurate magazine, right? So realize that Clemson's 2023 season has been a failure. Realize that South Carolina's 2023 season has been a failure. Why? The goal for the Gamecocks was 9-3. and three. Success for the Gamecocks was doing what they did last year, replicating that, 8-4. and four. Disappointing season for the Gamecocks is 7-5. and five. And failure for the Gamecocks was 6-6 six and six and below. They can't, they can't establish or accomplish anything above failure this year. Clemson cannot accomplish anything above failure this year. That's the tough love. You know, I, you you can call me guilty of being in the 1.5%, okay? That's my tough love for you. 
Um, but realize I'm coming from a good place of wanting high expectations for your schools. That's the place I'm coming from. All right. Up next on the show, we will ask you guys that question. We'll get to your answer, my answer. Starting now, who is at their school longer? Is it Beamer or is it Dabo? Okay, who is going to leave their school first? My name is Mark Ryan, he's Diesel, and we are the Fan Up State. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.